Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning into the Hump Day Motivational Radio Show brought to you by Thinking Forward, Inc. Real talk for real people. We here at Thinking Forward, Inc. strive for excellence and phenomenalism of business development, executive coaching, management conditioning, team leadership, and territory expansion. We have a proven ability to change business mindset development to include generating substantial revenue and productivity increase for our clients. The two most phenomenal men in the leadership and consultant industry, Brandon and Arville Draper, author, leadership strategist, motivational speaker, and advisor. Want to keep in touch with the winning team? Please visit us online at www.thinkingforwardinc.com or text the word SPEAKER to 44244 to have the opportunity and communicate with the winning team. For booking, please call one 866 678-3391 or email us at info at thinkingforwardinc.com This show is about becoming who you should be despite who you are. Welcome! What's going on out there? This is Motivational King, Brandon Draper, bringing you the Hump Day Motivational Show. My brother, my brother, my brother, are you there on the line right now? I am on the line, on the line, on the line. What's going on, my brother? How are you? Man, it's it's been a while since you brought it to the people, man. I'm just so excited, man, to hear your voice again on the radio. Man, I'm just excited, man. Uh, let me tell you something, bro. Uh, before we even get into it, let me tell you something. 2014, it's just about gone, man. We've got a couple of hours left. Let me tell you something, man. 2014 threw some blows at me this year, man. And I know I'm not the only one out there. But, man, it hit me upside my head, uppercut, body slam. But guess what, man? I still got my sanity. I'm still here. I'm still grinding. And I'm not going anywhere, man. How about yourself, my brother? You know what? It's been it's been a rough year as well. However, there has been more positive than there have been negative. So, like we always talk about on the call, that you're gonna have to go through your 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 downtime. You have to go through those struggles. But man, I'm blessed. I mean, 2014. I look just the mere fact that we have almost completed another another cycle, another rotation, another 365 days of the year. It's a blessing in itself. Regardless of what any negative thing that's happened in 2014, and the good thing about the negative stuff that has happened in 2014, 
in, in just a couple, a few, few more hours, it's going to be in the past. And all we have to do is just learn from the mistakes that we've made in the past. Don't take those same mistakes to 2015, and we are guaranteed to have a better, better year this year, no matter what. That's, how, that, that, that's exactly how I see it. I mean, we, we can count so many times we, 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 we tell God, hey, God, give me this, give me that, and we pray for give me, give me. Well, sometimes we just need to stop and say thank you. Even for the negative and the bad things that's happening, thank you, because when we really look back on this in 2015, and we see how more prosperous we are than 2014, we'll, 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 we'll appreciate those bad times. We won't recognize the good times and the positives without the negatives. We won't recognize the sunshine if we don't have no rain. So that's, that's just my outlook on everything, Brandon. Everything happens for a reason. It's not, it's not something just just happens to you for no, no apparent reason at all, man. That's, that's just how I see it. Man. Brother, the only thing I got to say to that is... Awesome, man. This is freaking awesome, man. Man, I'm so, man, I'm just so hyped, man. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's it's crazy because when I look back at the year 2014, I look at um, how far um, I've come as a person, how far uh, the company has come, how far, um, you know, people that's listening and plugging in. It's just, it's just amazing, man. You know, like you said, there's more good times than there are bad times. But just keeping your head up and know that it's possible at the end of the journey that you're going to freaking win, that's what excites me. I know a lot of people right now um, may be listening to the to the show right now, getting ready to go out and party. Some people getting ready to go to church, get their minds right. There's so many things that's going on, but this is the time to stay focused. So this week's topic, you know, Thinking Forward, Inc. presents the Hump Day Motivational Call. This week's topic in a nutshell, is about ending the fourth quarter of 2014 but starting a new game in 2015. If you lost the entire game, the 2014 game, do you want to repeat the same results for 2015? Let's wrap the year up with new strategies and a clear outlook on life. What tools are you equipped with to combat the harsh realities of life? And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, there are harsh realities. No matter who you are, how much money you have, don't have, what, what position you hold, there, there are this thing called life, and it's going to constantly, constantly come at you. So how do you combat those things of life? If you do not have the playbook for 2015, and I'm calling you out, for 2015, if you do not have the playbook, you're saying motivational king. What is the playbook? The playbook is simple. It's easy. It's becoming who you should be despite who you are. The thinking forward approach to purpose and fulfillment. That is the playbook for 2015. So if you're looking at towards me and Arvella be your coach and you don't have the playbook, it's like playing a game of football. If you don't know what plays to run, how are you going to win the game? How are you going to win the game? So if you do not go into 2015 without having the playbook in your hand, you're already losing already. You're already behind. You, you haven't even thrown the ball yet, and you're already behind. So here's your opportunity, guys. Go get the playbook. Right now, hey, I'm, I'm just keeping it real with you. 
for the next 24, as, as of January 1st, 2015, if you can go on your computer as early as 8 o'clock in the morning, I am sharing something special with you. On Kindle, the book, Becoming Who You Should Be Despite Who You Are, is available. It's available not for $20, not for $30, not for $10. It's available for $0.99. Now, that is the Kindle version of the book. Now, check this out, guys. If you decide that you want to support this business, this operation, this mission, and what we're doing all across the United States and worldwide, okay, what I'm going to do for you, if you go out and support us, and get this Kindle version of this book for 99 cents, what's going to happen is that I'm going to divest myself of an hour of my time to give you one-on-one coaching. I'm going to further give you the first five people to actually do this at 8 o'clock and actually take a screenshot of what they did, the receipt that they bought this on Kindle. The first five people that do it, I'm also going to do what? I'm going to give you the hard copy of the book for free, autographed by me, okay? And the third thing that I'm going to do, I'm going to turn around and give you unlimited email coaching for an entire month. And you know why I'm throwing that out there? Because so many people hit me up, call me, ask me a whole lot of questions and, and want to take a lot of time and they want to ask about how to write a book, how to do all these different things. So check, I'm giving you an opportunity to have one-on-one, not a group call, not a radio show, for you to actually ask me questions and for me to actually help you so you can start your 2015 off right. Now, check this out, guys. We've got to do a little bit of house cleaning or housekeeping, should I say. And the first thing we want to talk about is the quote of the day, okay? The quote that I have is by Neil Gaiman. He says, I hope that this year to come you make mistakes because if you are making mistakes, then you are making new things, trying new things, learning, living, pushing yourself, charging, changing yourself, changing your world. You're doing things you've never done before, and more importantly, you're doing something. You're doing something, okay? My brother, what do you think about that, that quote? I hope this year you make mistakes, because if you are making mistakes, then you are making New things, trying new things, learning new things, living, pushing yourself, changing yourself, changing your world. You're doing things you've never done before, and more importantly, you're doing something. What do you think about that? The main thing that sticks out with me with that quote is that you're doing something. A lot of times we as people, we allow fear whatever the fear may be, to allow us to do the same thing that we're always comfortable with. But if nothing changes, nothing changes. So you can complain about your situation and, oh, I want to be more successful. Oh, I want to be more, more spiritual. We're going into a, a new year. And I'm pretty sure a lot of us have went in and made these New Year's resolutions. You know, I thought about that other day, resolution. That means you want to fix something. But we go into this, this new year, all this resolution, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But if you don't change or, or make, take a risk, or as the quote say, if you don't make mistakes, mistakes are a good thing. We learn from mistakes. It's called experience. Just like in 2014, there's a lot of mistakes I've made. 
And that's the experience. Now going into the new year, I can take those mistakes that I've made and say, hey, let me not go down this road. And a lot of times it'll be there's people who are older than us that have have been on this earth quite quite a few more summers than, than we have been. They can tell you the mistakes they have made because that means they have done something. So with that quote that we want to go into the next year making mistakes, that's powerful. That's powerful because, again, if you are making mistakes, that means you are trying something different. And that's what we have to do. Just like the company says, we have to think forward. Guess what? Mistakes are going to happen. They are going to happen. Now, where the problem comes in, if we keep making the same mistakes over and over and over and over again, then that's not smart. That's not smart at all. We should learn from our mistakes and make new mistakes. So that's why I feel that. I, I, I love that quote. And who was that quote by again? Um, that, that, is by that? Neil, that is by Neil, Neil Gaiman. Oh, yeah. Neil Gaiman. I love it. I love it. Man. We gotta make mistakes. We're scared to make mistakes, but we have to make mistakes. Man, Arvell, I, I gotta keep it real. You, you know, thinking for real. real talk for for real people, right? I, I'm a little perturbed right now, brother. I'm a little perturbed. Why? You know, I guess the quote, the second quote of the day is is coming from me. Is okay. it seems it seems like the people that need it the most do it the least. People are so busy losing that they don't have the time to put themselves in position to get the right information to start winning. That's my quote. Mm. And the reason I'm saying this is because right now I'm looking. like I mean, there's so much going on right now. New Year's Eve. Such a big holiday. I don't know why. I'm being honest with you. I really don't know why. Just a, to me, if if I haven't been on my stuff and this year sucked for me, what am I celebrating for? I need to be coming up with a strategy on what I need to do to prepare myself for the next year. That's just me, and that's just the real talk coming out. And ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to this right now. We just being this, this, this. We ain't even, we haven't even outlined this or, or nothing. This is, this is just. Hey, Alfred, you can tell, you, you can attest to that. That this is just. Yep. Rip, this is how I feel. This is how I feel. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why is it that people are busting firecrackers and and all this stuff, and we we got people foreclosed, losing houses. We're doing this, and we out celebrating, drinking, and partying, but we won't take the time to get some information that's going to put us in the right mindset to get the game plan, to get the strategy, get the blueprint to help us win. And I'm saying it because I'm looking, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the calls we got right now. I got, I'm looking at how many people are online. I know there's a lot of people that's going to look at it archived or whatever. And that's cool. But I'm saying, why is it the night, be- the, the, the day before, the first day of the year, people are hurting and in pain and struggling, and they're not here? I don't get it. Maybe you can clear, give me some clarity on that. I don't know. Why is that? I'm here. You're here. There's about 12, 13 other people here, but where, where's, where's the 50, 60 people we usually have? Where, they, where, where are you guys at? That's my question. I, I'm just trying to figure out. I think, I think that may be a rhetorical question that you're posing. 
But if I had to take a stab at the answer to that, is not everybody is as dedicated to their future, to their priorities, as other folks are. Now, I'm not going to knock. Now, this is where, this is where you know, I might disagree with you, brother. I'm not going to knock those who are not here. Because given the avenue that we have, we have this live call, which is archived. They can go on download. So perhaps they decided, you know what, I can get this information later. And perhaps they'll go back and look at it later and listen to it later, you know. But I do understand your premise about it. It's like if you are so dedicated about something that you do everything, you sacrifice anything and everything to get there. But we always have to make sure that priorities. Now, of course, partying tonight may not be, being on this call tonight might not be their priority to them celebrating the coming of a new year. And it, 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 is, it is a great thing to celebrate another year, to, to, to live through it. But, again, I do understand your passion. And we have to realize with, with you, with, with myself, and with the 13 other people that may be on the call, they're showing where our passion is. We can get on the call, get this information, provide the information, and then we still, the call is only, uh, what, an hour and a half to, to, at, the, at the most? And then we can go right back out and party and do whatever we want to. But, again, we can't knock folks for deciding to prioritize what they feel is important in their lives. We'll just have to respect that. And, again, I understand where you're coming from, but that's what their decision is to prioritize your stuff. And it's not just mm-hmm. with tonight. It's with everything. Mm-hmm. That's my two cents. Mm-hmm. You can keep the change. I love hey, you. Hey, man, you can have <laughs> – Hey. I, I, I just, it was just a question. I wanted to see your your people point of uh, of view on it. I mean, I have people calling me or texting me, asking me. I mean, I'm just I'm just like, how you do some things? You know, I'm learning this. How you do some things is how you do everything. I have people. Bro, I don't know how long we had this had this radio show. I have people that had the audacity to call or text me and ask me what's the calling number. I don't know, man. I'm I, tonight. I'm just keeping it real. I'm just putting it all out on the line. And if, and if the shoe fits size 8, 9, 10, you got to wear it. Because this is a new year. How you do some things is how you do everything. So my job, my purpose is to help you get in line with your purpose. Now, there's people that, like you said, you know, that's doing some real, they're in church, they're getting, they're getting their praise and they're getting their worship on. And I understand that for those that I know that are not doing nothing productive, other than got something to their mouth, partying, cursing, and carrying on, and then later on in the year, they're complaining like they were complaining this year, they're going to be complaining the same thing, saying the same thing in 2015. My question is, when are you going to change? That's, that's my whole thing tonight. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not sugarcoating, I'm not pulling no punches, because that's my job as a coach to keep it real, to be understanding, but also at the same time, if you're trying to change your life and change the dynamics of what you're trying to do, then guess what? There's some things that you don't have to change. What's the quote you always say? Nothing changes if nothing changes. Is that not what you say? That's that's a quote. And I know we kind of off 
a little bit here, but I wanted to read something real quick, and we'll, we'll jump right back on onto on, on Pace. I wanted to read this one part, and I lost my place real quick. <laughs> uh, I wanted to read this, and like you know, when you say nothing but the devil, okay. <laughs> and while you're trying to find it, I'll just say we everybody's not on the same level. Everybody doesn't have the same passion. And while we can sit here and pick apart those who don't have our passion, you know, everybody's on the same level. And what we'll have to do is continue to have these calls, continue to motivate those people so that they may see that they don't have as much passion. And the last thing that you or I need to do with anybody is criticizing for their lack of passion because we can sit there and motivate all day long. But until a person is ready to fully commit, to fully sell themselves out, to truly for their their purpose by any means necessary, we can talk to be blue in the face. Until they're ready to do that, there's nothing we can say nor do. And you're right. They'll come right around in 2013 and say, oh, man, I wish I had done this. And why, why is this person over here succeeding and they're doing that purpose? I can't even find my purpose. But until they're ready, until you are ready, to whoever's on this call listening to me are ready to fulfill your purpose, to ready just to, to get out there and do it, until you're ready, there's nothing anybody can say or do. You, you might as not even give them a call. Until you ready, you made it up in your mind that, you know what, I'm going to do it. Like you, Brandon, until you made up in your mind, you know what, let me write a book. How many times have we talked about this? How many times have we talked about this radio show? Until you said, you know what, let's do this. The many conversations we've had prior to that, it didn't happen until what? You decided, let's do this. And look where we're at. It's one of the greatest highlights of 2014. So I think I gave you enough time to find your passage, right? So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I was thinking, and you know, when you when you said that, and you you know, just keeping it real, the reason that it, it bothers me um, the most is because I actually care, and, mm-hmm. and, that, and that's from the heart. It, it bothers me because I actually care. I don't, I don't, I, and I know you and you, you and I, we know the reason why we do what we do. And when you do stuff for other people and try to help them to, to get on a certain path, um, I, I guess it's to the point that sometimes I want it more for others than they want it for themselves. And and that's just a part of me and that, that's, that's the dynamics of me. And, and I really care about people and I love seeing people succeed and, and be successful, fulfilled and, and happy. So, you know, we get nothing, you know, from for doing being on this platform, doing this radio. It's to help and uplift other people that may be going through something. So I want I want to be in this I want to be an instrument that people can use to change and transform their life. So that that's my that that's my piece on it. You know, I I, I didn't get up there to to, to try to criticize or belittle anybody that that's definitely not it but is that i care 
so much about you. I may not even know you. I may have never even met you, but I know that if you're hearing the sound of my voice right now, that there's a possibility that I can connect with you on multiple levels and forever change your life. That is my God-given purpose here on this earth, and I want to transform you. I want to change your life for the better. I want you to be the best you. I don't want you to be a copycat of no one else. I want you to be the best original you. I want you to succeed in abundance. I want you to have the things that you, you think that you only can dream of, but actually to not even want to sleep because now your dreams are now a reality. That is what I want for you. It's not about me. It's not about me getting anything. It's about me serving my purpose and serving you. And that's why I feel the way that I do is because I give that much. I care that much about you, and I don't even know you. The only thing you know about me is what I tell you, what you hear, the sound of my voice, but I'm telling you that I love you, I care about you, and I want the best. So I don't care if this is in United Kingdom. I don't care if you're in Australia. I don't care you're, you're in the, I don't care where you're at in the world. And, and, for, that, and for that note, Arvell, I want you to know at, at 145, I don't know if I sent you the screenshot, but at 145 a.m. last, well, today, this morning, I got two sales from the United Kingdom. So you know what that says, man? We're wow. out of the country. We're out of the country. Wow. 1.45 a.m., someone in the U.K., all, all the way across the world, we're reaching. So you know what? I care that much. That's why it gets to me. That's why it hurts me when people are not up here, because I know that if they can hear the sound of my voice, they can hear the sound of your voice, they can change their life forever, that they don't have to be in despair for the rest of their life, that they know that the storm is going to be over, man, that, that, that it's possible for them to have it. This is love, man. This ain't, this ain't trying to beat you up. This ain't trying to bring you down. This is trying to uplift you and take you to a whole nother level. I know what it is not to have. I know what it is to struggle. I know what it is to be confused and just going through life, just not knowing what, what it is that you really want. I know what it is not to have purpose and be fulfilled in your life. I know what it is. And the only thing I can do, I can't, I can't tell you exactly what to do in your life, but at least I can give you a, a guiding tool, an instrument, a ruler to follow, something to guide you along the way and say, you know what, if I can do what you can. There's other people out there that had a lot more things than success, but look at them now. They kept pushing. They didn't let the, 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 the subtleties of life and, and the tri- trivialities of life just get in the way. Well, I'm just going to do this just because of, I'm going to party like everyone else. My thing is this. If you, wanna, if you want to have what everyone else has, just do what everyone else is doing. Everyone that's partying right now, having a good, good old time, but yet reality sets in next week, Monday, when they got to go to work. That's, that's my outlook, but I'm, I'm going to – I don't know if you got anything to, to say on that, my brother, but um, uh, that's, that's I want to give you time to do that. <laughs> Nothing, nothing to be said on that one. I think you said it all, my brother. Okay. Um, this coming out of this coming out of the book, Becoming Who You Should Be Despite Who You Are. This is chapter four. I call it blind ignorance. And it kind of. I just want to read this this small passage. And we can go into what we talked about. Um, Socrates once said, "As for me, 
All I know is that I know nothing. If I can turn into a modern-day phraseology, I would. The only thing that I know is nothing. But when a man thinks he knows everything, he knows but nothing. But when a man comes to the realization that he does not know much, in fact, wise to his own ignorance in the comprehension of this world. I truly believe if you take this text, you take this radio show, you take what we're putting out there seriously, that you can become who you should be by way of knowing who you are. But this will be one of, if not the hardest feat you will ever endeavor upon. I find that most people would agree that the majority of people's worst enemy is their own ignorance and lack of inspiration to seek the truth about life and themselves. That's, that's my piece. That's my two, my, my ten piece nugget. And that's out of the book. That's out of the book. That's love, man. I, and I, that's, I, don't, even, I don't even go into that. That's, that's a whole other chapter where I talk about purpose and, and, and love. It's a whole other level. I, I believe that once I, you I find like, purpose, man, you find love. So, what's that? I like, I like, I like, I like the the principle behind that. What you're saying is. Yeah, your book is about becoming who you should be despite who you are. But some of us ignorant or even know who we are today. And until you truly look at that man in the mirror and have an honest conversation with yourself, yes, talk to yourself and answer yourself back until you truly look and see who you are, what it is in life that you want, you'll never ever be, be able to become who you should be until you know who you are. And I think the, the, your whole book is based on that premise. You know, I know that's one chapter in it, one chapter relating to that, but I think that's what the whole book is about because a lot of us today don't know who we are. A lot of us today, you know, think that we know what we want. And in our actuality, all we want to do is make other people happy. And that's not that's not who you are or what you want. While that's good, but if your sole purpose in life is just to make other people happy, just to make other people's dreams come true, what about you? Well, you discover who you are. And, and, and I challenge everybody on the call, including you, Brandon, including myself, it was 2015. I actually sit down, write down who you are. And what I mean by that, give the pros and cons of who you are. And on that list, write down what it is that you want to succeed in life in. And I would suggest in, those, in, in one of those which you want to succeed in that you put some spirituality on that. Because... I'm, I'm sorry, and, and we at Thinking Forward ain't respect all religious views, but I don't care what it is that you do. It's not going. It's not going. You're not going to be successful without God. God has to be inside there. And when you sit down and write this list, make sure that one of the things that you do for this year is you make yourself spiritual. Because once you get yourself spiritually sound, everything else will fall into place. I guarantee it. For you to discover who you are, you got to go back to the creator. 
And you know, this year, again, I challenge for 2015 for us to sit down and write down what it is we want to do in life. And then once you figure that out, and I even want you to put down the negative things about yourself. Be completely honest with yourself. Now, you can fool me, you can fool Brandon, you can fool your mom, you can fool the people around you, and who, 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 you, who you, you can fool everybody around you who you think that you are. But you can't fool yourself. You can't lie to yourself. So mm. seriously sit down and think about what it is about me, good, the bad, the ugly, the nasty, the positive. Come up with your, your, your goals and what you want to do in life and break all those down to each individual goals. And let's be more successful in 2015. I know it sounds like a, a, a mouthful, what I just said, but it has to be done. We can sit here and dream and dream all day long, but you've got to put some action behind it. And the best way to have action behind that is to physically write that stuff down. Discover who you are. Make your, make your, 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 your goals and fulfill your purpose. And like Brandon mentioned on the call, he's practically giving away the book. It's on Kindle, starting on the first, 99 cents, a dollar. You probably got 99 cents inside your work apartment somewhere or on the bottom of your couch. It's a good tool, a good guideline to helping you become who you are, to, to help you become who you should be despite who you are. Man, you said you said you said a, a, a mouthful. And going into 2015, um, <clears throat> one of the things I talk about is slave to the game, not allowing yourself to to be the slave to the game, and ultimately. What I'm talking about is being a slave to your own inhibition, your own insecurities. And what I said in, in chapter chapter 10, I said most people, and, you know, and one thing about this book, if I even go that any further than that, um, this book is written um, not to beat you up and, and not to have you in the dictionary every two minutes. It's, it's written in a conversational tone. Um you know, after reading this book, you'll be equipped with all the tools needed to manifest, you know, your best inner person and transform, you know, your perspective on yourself, your environment, those around you, and the world as a whole. Ultimately, you'll be empowered to choose the road less traveled, to seize your destiny, and forever transform your life and the lives of others, Okay. And what I talked about, I said most people are not willing to go through the pains of stretching. Most people are not willing to go through uncomfortable things to be successful. There's a quote that says most people miss the opportunity of success because when they meet with success, it's dressed in overalls and looks like work. If you're not willing to work, success is not going to find you. 2015. And I always tease you, brother, and, and with your age and everything, and say it's knocking us right around the corner. 2015 is pulling up in the driveway and is getting ready to knock. What have you done to get ready? What tools are you equipped with? What are What is your mindset right now? Do we want our 2015 to look like the 2014, but how we do some things, how we do everything? And I'm not saying that to beat anyone up because I am a victim of this thing too. 
Don't get it twisted. I procrastinate as well. I put things on. I act, too, as if I have an unlimited time. I suffer from the perpetual time syndrome, which is another chapter in the book, where I feel like I'm invincible and I have an unlimited time to make things happen. And what happens when we go through that 2015, 2016, 2017, goals and comes, and we still haven't accomplished anything, we haven't moved any closer to our goals and our dreams, it's time for us to have a reality check and make the appropriate decisions and and take the appropriate actions, take our lives to the next level. And, brother, I know we went off on a tangent, so please bring us back home, to, uh, back, back, to, back to the bases so we can go ahead in the, in the direction. But um, I just felt compelled to, you know, man, that's what, this is, that's what the platform was about. It's not about fakery. You know, we, 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 we really, you got to feel something. We go with it. We talk about it. And we let the audience, the people give their opinions about it. And, and that's how we grow this community. So let, let's try to get back on task. Uh, so with, I pass it over to you. With the new year coming, with the new year coming, right around the corner, as you say, um, I, I, I thought that it was probably good to talk about, and this is coming from Tim Hotch, his book again. I think the last time that I was on the call, and, um, we talked about the ten things that uh, people do that or don't do that make their life miserable. And this particular part, a chapter in his book, is talking about the 12 things that you're doing to sabotage your future. And I thought that it was probably fitting to talk about that while the new year comes in. You know, there's 12 things, and brother, you know how I mean, you can sit there and talk. We could probably stay on number one and talk all day long and bring in the new year, you know. But I think what we'll do is just go over these these points, you know, hit it and quit it, like Jane Brown said, hit it and quit it, and, um, you know, provide, <laughs> provide some, some some knowledge there. Now, the first one said, well, there, there's a sentence or a quote that he says at the beginning of this. He says, oftentimes, Failure is less about lack of talent or ability. I say that again. Oftentimes, failure is less about a lack of talent or ability, and it's more about self-sabotage. Man. So it's not that you don't have the ability or the power or the talent to be successful, you're just self-sabotaging yourself. Do you agree with that, my brother? Yeah, I mean, I agree with that wholeheartedly, man. That That's that's very true. Okay. Well, the first one it talks about, number one, what we do, what we're doing to sabotage our future. And let me tell you, when I read this, I, I stepped on my own, Mr. Tim stepped on my, my toes big time. The first one is you are lazy. You are lazy. We take the easy way. We get comfortable. We, we, we like a routine. Now, if you're listening to this call, I, I suspect that it's not fine with you just to be comfortable, that you want to get out of your comfort zone and you want to do something different. You want to make your own mistakes, your new mistakes in 2015. So it's time to get off our butts, me and Brian included, 
and get started. You are being lazy. And has there ever been a time that you felt that you were lazy? Now, I know you one of the hardest working men there is. That joker don't sleep. I'm sleeping. He, he <laughs> calling me 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm yawning. Talking about everybody got this idea about this. Look, man, I'm asleep. You know, yes, I'm just wondering, Mr. Motivational King, are there times that you've been guilty of being lazy? I think we all are guilty, and, and, it's, and me especially, despite what people may think, um, there's always more that you can do. Now, to be honest with you, um, I actually talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago at a uh, keynote that I did, and someone asked that question about laziness. And I know this kind of contradicts with, with that saying, um, but to me, it's a natural truth. Um, laziness can also be productive. Now, some people are saying, where are you going at with this? It doesn't make sense. The reason that we have a lot of the technology and stuff in place, and innovation, is because of laziness. People didn't want to do certain things, so they diligently worked hard at something for a temporary amount of time, for, for a set of period of time so that they'll be able to kick their feet back at a later time, you know, i.e., the invention of the computer, the invention of spell check, the, the invention of the calculator. Those things were invented out of laziness. Why waste time trying to spell a word when you can right-click it and the computer automatically checks it? Or why do that when you can just hit spell check and correct all the misspelled words? So... Because now you don't have to do certain things. You have something in place of it. But it also took innovation to get to that point to allow you to be lazy and to settle a little bit. But understand at some point in time, someone looked at it, I don't want to do this. Let me work hard for a temporary amount of time so that I can be able to take it a little bit easier. So there's a point in time where laziness can be beneficial. It's just that you can't just constantly be lazy and not willing to do anything. If you're the type of person that says, you know what, because naturally, human beings, we are naturally lazy. And so if you're the type of person that says, you know what, I don't want to work for the rest of my life, or I don't want to work for someone, but you have to get up out of your bed at 6, 7 o'clock in the morning to fight traffic to get to work. You do that, but let's say that you take longer lunches, you get your clock out or have someone else clock you out, you're being lazy, and that laziness ultimately is going to hurt you because your work ethic, what you're putting into that, is wrong. But if you're the type of person that says, you know what, I don't want to do this the rest of my life, what can I do to supplement my income that I can eventually replace, my, replace the income that I'm making? What you're doing is saying, well, I'm lazy because I really don't want to work. But I know that for a short period of time, I might have to be very uncomfortable in order for me to be lazy later on and don't have to worry about stuff. And this may sound cliche, and I said this to you earlier when we were talking. I met an old man yesterday. Literally, I did. And he imparted some wisdom on me, Mr. Keith. And if he's listening tonight, you know, he, he's very impactful. I shared information with him, so he's most likely on. But he shared some information to me, with me that changed my perspective and outlook on some things. And one of the things 
when it comes to wealth and, and building up money and accumulation, he understands it more than other people. Doesn't read a bunch of books, doesn't. And what he said was, I was blessed with this trait. And he says, I don't mind taking time and teaching other people. I mean, if you listen to this gentleman talk, is is as if he read or wrote these books. But he went through what we call life experience. He went through a lot of different things that allows him now to be lazy. He admits it. I'm lazy. But I had to work very hard for a short period of time in order to be where I'm at today. So that's kind of my answer. I don't want to go too far because we, we're just on one. So I want to go ahead and cut it right there and move on. Now, I, I would like to comment on, 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 on one thing you said. Well, excellent example when you talked about spell checking. Like, okay, I don't got to worry about looking at the word in dictionary and I can just right click. I, I, there is a, while technology has allowed us to, allowed us to do things easier, you know, I think, but that necessarily means that you're lazy because you have spell check and you right-click on it, and you can apply this to, to anything. But now that you don't have to worry about that piece, you you focus your energy that would take you to go and go look up this word in, in the dictionary. You focus that on something else. So just like you mentioned about the job. Okay, you have this job right here, and you said this is not my purpose, but I need to work hard, and then if I work hard, I get to this point, that I ain't got to do that no more. But then you're still focusing that energy. It's not so much laziness now. You don't have to do that no more because I don't want to work no more because now I'm, I'm letting my business work for me. But you take that energy that you took to build that up to help you do something else. And, again, it's talking about ways that we can sabotage our future. So while you have these different things that are help you with this, that, that may make you lazy, take that extra time to do something else with it. Let's go to number two. I think, I think we definitely can, a lot of people can relate to number two. You lack focus. You start out great. You spend 30 minutes of uninterrupted time putting together a plan, making a list, polishing up your resume, so you decide to take a break. Click on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, your friend's blog, Game of Thrones, iTunes, et cetera, et cetera, and two hours later you're back. No one cares about your high school on candy crush or flappy bird. <laughs> so you lose focus. It's so easy to lose focus. We talked about these hard times that come in our life and we have our mindset, oh I'm gonna, I'm gonna be more, you know, more spiritually, I'm gonna read my Bible more but then you have the hard knocks of life that comes into play. And you focus so much on these hard knocks in life, or these, these these negative things that come into your life, all these naysayers saying stuff about your life, that you lose focus on what your whole purpose was. You're following your dream. Granted, <clears throat> one of your dreams for a long time, I know you've been writing a book. You, you, you try to write this book, and you get to a point to where you're trying to get an editor, and this editor's not doing what he needs to do, or this publisher's not doing what they need to do, and now you're chasing the fires over here trying to, to put out this fire, you lose the focus of your book. So definitely, if you want to sabotage your future, one of the things that you do to sabotage is you lose focus. It's so easy to lose focus. Uh, I mean, 
it how do I explain this? Where you got to understand that it's so hard, it's so easy to lose focus because there's so much going on in life. Um, there's always this variable, that variable, and you got to treat life like a like a math equation. You can't let a lot of stuff factor into your equation. Uh, you know, you can't let certain things carry over, um, and that's how you got to treat life. So, in order for you to stay focused, you know, you got to look at <clears throat> what's important. Um, and see, this is for those, you know, that's, that's listening. This is, this is some tidbits that you're getting. <clears throat> There's a book, and I don't recall the author's name on top of my head, but it's called First Things First. And it breaks it down into four quadrants where you got things broken, broken, break, broke down in these quadrants is, you know, urgent and important, um, urgent and important, not important, not urgent, urgent, you know, and these different categories like Facebook. Twitter and these things here are not important, not urgent. But an example of something that is, let's say, urgent but not, like, let's say it's important but not urgent. Important is that you need to need to work out so that you can stay in shape, okay? That's important but it's not urgent. But let's say you have a heart attack or you have a stroke. Now, that goes from not just being just important, now it's important and urgent. Because if you don't know, if you don't start taking care of yourself, the yellow light's going off, you're about to croak. So now it's moved from not necessarily being not necessarily it's being important, but it's not urgent. But now it's moved from the urgent and important category now, because now you have an issue or a problem. And the way he breaks it down in the book is trying to teach you how you got to put things first. Some things just is not is not important. So if you can isolate and, and put. All the things you do in your life in these four quadrants, it allows you to stay focused. So, okay, I know that I need to call my family member, okay, um, you know, but I don't have to call them right now. It's important because the relationship means a lot to me, but it's not urgent, okay? But, you know, I just found out, you know, they're in intensive care. Well, it just moved now to urgent and important. I need to call and find out what's going on, you know what I'm saying? And that's how you keep balancing your life. And it may sound so simple to some people, and it may sound very complicated, but if you just start, you know, you actually go online and Google, you know, first things first, the full quadrant, and you print that thing off, and then you start plugging in little stuff that you do in your life. And I guarantee you it will start focusing you to allow you to say, you know what, this is, this is, this is, this is not important and it's not urgent. So I don't have to worry about this. But this right here, this is important and it's urgent. Oh, well, this is important, but it's not urgent. I don't have to do it right now, but I eventually got to get to it. It allows you to stay focused. That's my two cents. All right. The third way that you sabotage your future is that you are too isolated. You are too isolated. No one is going to pluck you or discover you working at a diner. This isn't 1930s Hollywood. If you are going to advance your goals with the help of the people you hang out with, right, then you'd already be on your way, but you aren't. So get out. Meet new people. Do you have a great idea? 
Well, call me. Find someone who has a career you want and reach out to that person. What have you got to lose? Now, we talked about your book, and I'm going back to your book, and, and it's not to promote your book totally, okay? But, but it, 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 it is. About, I mean, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, you gotta be honest, man. We gotta we got be honest. No, no, I'm being honest. Let's take a step back. Let's take a step back. And I'm not getting on you. I'm just saying, for real, at, at the end of the day, we are trying to promote the book. Not because, um, check this out, guys. And I, I want to say this real quick because I want to make sure people understand. Um, when you sell something for 99 cents, let me tell you something. Um, it's called a distributor. You know, Amazon, Kindle, they're like the distributor. They're super all over the world. So they got to get a cut. So meaning like your boy get like 20 cents. So if you think that I'm going to get rich off of 20 cents for a couple of hundred sales, oh, my God, you got it confused. <laughs> so if we're promoting a book for a message and a purpose to uplift and change your life, it's not about money. If it was about money, the book would be crazy would be crazy expensive because I feel like I put my heart, soul, and spirit. And I've gotten in arguments about people that, already you know, I've gotten into to, to, to blown out arguments because I know the importance of this book and so many people need it and it hurting. And I'm not I'm not saying that because I think that. I've had people that read the book and talked about how it changed their life. So I know for a fact there's a lot of people that's hurting that needs it. That's why we're promoting it the way that we're doing and it's not for no money. We ninety nine cents, guess what? I will make it ten cents if I could. Tinder won't let me do it. The lowest you can go is 99 cents. So back to what you were saying, brother. Back to what I was saying. I'm not trying to promote Brandon's book because I'm his brother. But just like we have said on this call, different books have helped us out, like The Alchemist. Um, this, this, this one, you're too isolated. And it says go with somebody who's in the business that you, you want to do something, and you go to somebody who is doing it. You go to somebody who's successful in it. And so Brandon is successful in what he's doing. He has this book that can aid you. If you want to find your purpose in life, that's what it's all about. Here's this book. But back to this, this, this whole point of sabotaging your future because you stay isolated. I have a big problem with this. I believe it or not, folks, I, I like to stay in my little shell, my own little world. And that's it. I'm sure. I don't like reaching out to people. Like, okay, help me out. We're here. I'm, I, I have this mindset that which I need to get out of, and I, that's one of my things in 2015. Was you know what? I don't make this happen the way I need to make it happen. I don't want to ask somebody for help, and that's that's the wrong thinking. And that, my friends, will sabotage my future. So, do not isolate yourself. Like Brandon says, we're here for you. To give us give us all of the experiences and our our hard times that we went through to help you with that, but don't isolate yourself. Me and Brandon are total opposites when it comes to this. He's a networker. I'm not. I'm gonna sit back in the cut and watch and listen and, and learn from that way. But definitely, if you want to sabotage your future, isolate yourself. Do you agree with that, Brandon? Yeah, I mean, I absolutely uh, agree with that. I mean, there's no one is not great. Uh, is not a significant number. It's not great enough to do anything. I don't care who you are, how powerful your message is. One is just not great enough number. You gotta have people on your team that that sees your vision and, and willing to 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 put, put, you know propel that forward. 
you can't just be isolated and expect things just to fall in your lap. This this world is about encountering, getting different experiences. So you can't be in your little conch shell, and that's an inside joke, guys. That, that me and I've been talking about. You can't be in your shell. You can't stay in your shell when things get a little rocky. You just crawl right back in the shell and play dead like a possum. You know, you, you gotta get out there. You gotta be willing to get dirty. You gotta be willing to face your fear, and that's the next thing that we're gonna talk about. You know, number four is you know you fear rejection. You know, you know the answer to the question posted uh, opposed above. What have you got to lose? Nothing, but you still won't do it because you're afraid of rejection. Failing forward. Let me tell you something. Life is full of rejections. Life is full of fear. Life is full of failure. Is that you got to realize that failure is not a bad thing. I, the example that I use is that failure, it, let's say you have a meeting, and I think I said this before on the call, you have a meeting with a very important person. Let's say a CEO of a company, you have your own company, you're trying to get a sponsorship or what have you, and you want to set up a meeting with this big, prominent businessman or woman. What happens? You have to set an appointment with their assistant, and, and, and initially the assistant might say, no, he doesn't have any time available, no, no, no. But if you keep prodding that assistant, eventually she's going to get tired of you. And she's going to say, you know what, he has 10 minutes on Friday. Can you be here? And naturally you're going to say yes. It's the same thing in life. you got to go through the assistant in order to get to the main person you got to talk to. That's success. Success is the person that you're trying to, to meet with. But you gotta be. You have to go through a lot more rejection. You gotta be willing to go through a lot more failure. So you gotta meet. You gotta. You gotta keep calling rejection. Rejection gonna say no, no, hell no, no again. And then you keep on hitting it, hitting it, hitting. It. And eventually, you know what? This guy won't let up. Let and that's that's your break when you get the opportunity. But you gotta. The definition of success is when preparation meets opportunity. There's no reason for the opportunity to come, and if you're not prepared, you can't get it, and you wonder, wonder about why this is happening, this is happening. You can't be afraid to get get rejected. You can't. You got you got to get, you got to move past that and say, you know what? I don't care who you are. You look at Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Walt Disney. Walt Disney, I think, and I don't want to quote it wrong on the radio, but I I, I know it's, it's a few times he filed for bankruptcy. I want to say I think it's lucky number seven, seven times. I could be wrong. I'm not quite sure, but I know he filed bankruptcy a lot of times, more than once or twice. Definitely, I know that for a fact. More than three times, I know that. But look at what he created. He never gave up. And in the book, I use the example about rejection. Think about Nelson Mandela. Some people say, I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of struggling. I'm tired of getting rejected. How about you sitting in a, in a box for 26, 27 years of your life, and you still believe in what you believe in. You still believe in your purpose, your dream. How many people want to do that? If you got the mentality that Nelson Mandela had for what he believed in, no matter when they rejected him, no matter when they threw him and locked him up like he was an animal, he still kept the same reserve. And that, my friend, gives you a clear understanding of what it really means to have rejection. You're going to have rejections. Accept that. It's okay to get rejected. We all will at some point in time in your life. The, the more you get rejected, the more chances you have at meeting success. So you should have a contest with yourself. If you're in an office building, have a contest with, with, your, with your company. Who can get rejected the most in one day? 
Because I mm-hmm. guarantee the person that's willing to get rejected the most in one day is going to be the person that's going to make the most sales. The person going to be more successful because they, at the point you get rejected, you're going to laugh at you make a joke about it. When I, when I was in the insurance world, that's what we did. Because it was okay that we make jokes and we would laugh because it's so funny to get cursed out and someone tells you they didn't they didn't send in no leads. It's funny. You gotta make a joke. Don't take life so serious all the time. There's a time when you just gotta okay, I got rejected. Next. So And that, that's my that actually brings us that actually brings us ties right into the fifth way that we can sabotage our future, and that's why by giving up too easily. Yeah, when you get rejected, the fear of rejection, and, and you get rejected, someone saying no, 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 but then we give up too easy. Many of the cases, and this is by Tim Hodge, many of the cases I have won of the money I have made is because someone on the other side gave in. Quit. Especially when things got a little dicey, know this. There are very few obstacles that cannot be overcome. I got to say that one again. There are very few obstacles that cannot be overcome. Hang in there and you'll be amazed at what happens. You can't give up. I think about the cartoon, and I'm pretty sure many of y'all seen that with this guy, and he's, he's digging, he has his, um, I think he's digging for gold or diamonds. You're digging for diamonds, and it's like this coal mine. And you see a picture of him digging, digging, digging. And he's like, one more little dig, and there's the diamonds that he's been fighting for all this time. And he's been blood, sweat, tears, nasty, cold, he's filthy. And one more dig, and the diamond's right there. And he quits. And he turns around. Don't give up too easy. Quitting is easy. I quit. I quit. What's the saying? Quitters never win and winners never quit. Don't give up so easily. The darkest, the darkest, the darkest hour always comes just before the break of day. You can apply that to anything, anything in your life. The situation's going bad, and you just can't see the bills are due. The foreclosing on you, and you're like, "Oh my God, what? I, I can't do anything." You're praying, and you feel like God's not listening to you. You feel like your prayer's not being answered as fast as you think that it should be answered, and you just sit there and say, "You know what? I give up on God. I give up on trying. I give up on my kids. I give up on my wife. I give up on everything because I just can't take it no more." Don't give up. If you want to sabotage your future, the one way you can do it is by giving up too easily. In the words of A.L. Williams, I don't want nobody to to hurt themselves with that one because that could be a complicated one right there. A.L. Williams made made the hardest thing in the world very simple and simplistic. Art Williams said, all you can do is all you can do, and all you can do is enough. You have to know when it's it. If you've given your all, you push to the last, you give it your last drop of sweat and blood and tears. All you can do is all you can do, and all you can do is enough. It all at the end of the game, when you look at the scoreboard, 
When they flip your light out, that's all that matters. How you see yourself. Success doesn't come with cars, money, houses. There's some people out there that don't have a dime to their name and they're very successful. Success is the same as synonymous with beauty. It's in the eyes of the beholder. You can have two pennies in your pocket and be the most successful person in your own eyes and how you see yourself. And what you want out of life. What how will you feel about yourself when they click your light out? At the end of the game, you look at your scoreboard and you compare yourself to you. That's what matters the most. So when it comes to, you know, not giving up too easily, you got to know. You got to keep be willing to fight. But you got to know when it's time just to say, you know what? I need to back up. I need to reevaluate. I got to change. I got to change. And, and, the, and the next thing we're going to talk about is that you complain too much. You know, you waste your time and energy. Let me tell you something. The time and energy you use to complain about something, it has changed the situation. Just like people that, for whatever reason, they get in a bad situation and want to blame everybody else for everything else. We've all been a victim of this. I don't care who you are. You can deny it. Like we said, I call it the truth and a lie, brother. You talked about it tonight. You know, you can fool everybody else and hold your little nose up on bourgeoisie. You all bougie. Like it never happened to you. You never did it before. But we're all a victim to it at some point in our lives where, you know, it's not my fault. It's everybody else's fault. Old saying goes like this. It says, one person calls you a jackass, you say, hey, man, whatever. Second person calls you a jackass, you shrug your shoulders and say, man, I don't know what he's talking about. Third person call you a jackass, you need to go down to the local country store and get you a saddle because you were that. <laughs> That's it. You know, you got to accept things what they are. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes <laughs> you got you to evaluate yourself for where you're at, and sometimes you're the problem. Most times you are the problem. Let me tell you something. I've learned that life that most time is you. Because not everyone else is you. I I come to a realization that no matter what situation you're in, nine times out of ten, it's you. And if you put it on you, you can change the situation. The thing about it is this, and and I talk about this in the book when I'm talking to my cousin, and I explained to her, I said, look, if you got a problem, and that problem is surrounded by someone else having to change in order for that problem or that situation to change, what if they never change? So in order for your situation, your problem, your circumstances to change, it has to start with you. Because if it rests on you, then guess what? If you change yourself, you change your situation. So that's that's what it brings into about you complaining about stuff like stop complaining and make a change. Make a decision and then take the appropriate actions to, to, to make it happen. Um, someone said this to me today, and I'm trying to remember how they said it, but it was like, you know, you the frog on the log. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, I, and, I, and it's funny because they remember what I said. I was talking about John Maxwell's book um, about the, the the five frogs on the log. Four decide to jump off. How many frogs are on the log? And naturally, everyone says, "Oh man, there's only one frog on the log." And I was like, everyone knows. I talked about it enough. Now everybody should know. Like, no, it's still five frogs because deciding and doing is two different things. So if you continue to complain, you know what I'm saying? and you're not willing to put any appropriate actions and make any decisions, you're just wasted energy. You know what I'm saying? And what's your two cents on that? 
from from that from that perspective. Does that make sense? How how to describe that, or what's your view on that, my brother? Uh, I think you're right. I think you hit all the points I would hit concerning that. The only thing that I would say is nobody. We really think about think about somebody who complains. Who's actually listening to a person complain? I can't think of anybody that's in their right mind gonna sit there and listen to a person complain. Nobody nobody likes to hear a complainer. In fact, dial one eight hundred WAN extension boohoo. Nobody likes a complainer. No one likes a complainer. So why complain? Take that injury you're doing or just complaining and do something about it. You said something very powerful. You cannot change anybody's action. You can't change anybody. You can't make anybody do anything they do not want to do, okay? The only thing you can change is yourself, your perspective, and what you do. So if I'm going to sit there and complain because, okay, a coworker is not doing his part, you know, holding up his weight, I can complain all day long. It's not going to change the workload that's there. Well, what I can change is my way of of acting towards him. Because pretty sure if I keep complaining, 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 well, he's not listening to me. In fact, he'll probably do even more, even less. So, therefore, if you want to sabotage your future, be that complainer that nobody listens to. That brings us to number seven. If you want to sabotage your future, that way that you sabotage the future is you buy into other perceptions of you. Mm. You buy into other perceptions of you. Perceptions becomes one's reality. Just like you mentioned about the, the jagged. You a jagged. You a jagged. You a jagged. Maybe tell you that. Now, what if maybe that's not their perception of you? Maybe it's not true. A lot of times you can listen to people and they can tell you, oh, you'll never be able to do this, and oh, you'll never be able to do that. And if you listen to it enough times and believe it, then that's what you will become. I love bringing to tell you, I like to be that person that's out the box. I like to be stereotyped. I don't like to be defined of, oh, because I, 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 I'm a black male, therefore I should do X, Y, Z. No, nah, I'm going to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, anything except X, Y, Z. And that's how we should be. You should perceive yourself and what you want to do. That's the only thing that matters. What people say about you is none of your business. So if it's none of your business, what they say about you, why buy into it? Be an individual. Set your own goals. And forget what people got to say about you. That's a lesson I had to tell my little girl at a very early age because she was more concerned about what her friends would say. And I said, forget about your friends. What do you want to do? What color the clothes do you want to wear? Do you like it? And I would tell her, look, you do whatever it is that you like. And it doesn't matter what anybody says. I don't care who. It could be the president of the United States. It can even be me, your dad. If you like it, then you do it. Mm. That's, that's, that's awesome. 
Man, that, that's that's awesome. I, I thought about um, the movie Will Smith and the Pursuit of Happiness, and the scene where um, he's at the basketball court and he's talking to his son, and he said exactly what you just similar to what you just said. He said, "Son, no matter what, even me, you never let someone talk you out of your dreams. You never let someone do that. You never let someone's opinion of you ultimately become your reality." Because then, going back to what we were talking about, those are self-sabotaging type uh, behavior. Uh, those are things that's not going to produce a successful person. Those are things that are going to bring you down. Everything that you do is sowing some type of seed. There's a, either it's the seed of distrust, seeds of success, seeds of failure, whatever it is, whatever you throw out there. You know, those are the things. So you got to be cognitive of and know that just because someone says something, don't mean that it has to be your reality. That's their opinion. That's their business. So what is it that you want for yourself? Where do you see yourself at? That's part of going into 2015, and, and you know, we haven't talked about this, 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 you know, this word. It's called gold. Most people go through their life without ever writing down their goals. They don't even have a short-term goal. If you ask them, where do you see yourself in the next six months, they couldn't tell you. Where do you see yourself in the next two years, they couldn't tell you. Where do you see yourself next five years? Couldn't tell you. If are you that I challenge everyone tonight. I challenge you. Get a end go to Dollar Tree, get a pack of index cards, write your goals down, put it in your pocketbook, put it in your wallet. If you got a shirt out of pocket, put it close to your heart. Do whatever you have to do to maintain that level of knowing who you are. And part of what you talked about earlier, Arvell, about, you know, writing down who you are, not position you have, not how much money you want to have. Who are you? Who is Arvell? Who is Brandon? Not how much money you want to have, not title. Who are you? What goals do you have for yourself? What's your vision? Write it out and make it plain. What is that? Next one we're going to talk about. Where we at, brother? Next one we're going to talk about is you are waiting for the perfect job. I guess you, and I mean, it's not necessarily a job, but you're waiting for the perfect timing. It could be the perfect timing. Um, there, there's no such thing as a perfect timing. There's no such thing as a perfect job. There's no such thing as a perfect person. There's nothing perfect. Nothing. You got to make it what it needs to be made into. Okay. I, I, I wrote this in the book. If you if you're just trying to go through life and you know, well, I'm just trying to do this just to get by. Eventually, life is going to get by you. You're going to be now one minute you're 30 years old. Next thing you know, flash in the pan, you're 40 years old. Now 55 is knocking at the door. It's pulling up in the driveway, getting ready to knock on the door, brother. What's going on? How you doing? <laughs> hey, I got this thing I want to sell you. You know I'm messing with you, man. But you know what I'm saying. At the end of the day, it's time is running out. There's no such thing as an unlimited time for you to be great. There's no such thing as an unlimited time for you to leave a legacy for your family. There's no such thing as an unlimited time for you to reach your goals, your aspirations, and the things you want out of life. There's no such thing as an unlimited time. There's no such thing as a perfect timing. If you want to go into business for yourself, 15. Go out and start it tomorrow. You probably saying, "Well, I don't got, I don't have the money to do it." Well, I'm telling you, guess what? You're never gonna have the money to do it. Just do it anyway. 
Well, I want to go on that vacation, but I got to get out of debt. Just go on vacation. Why? Because you're never going to get out of debt. You're always going to have debt. So in life, you don't understand that those are just universal truths. You're never going to, there's never going to be a perfect timing for anything. Just do it anyway. Just do it anyway. You don't got the job you want, then what are you doing to get another, to get the job that you want? What are you doing if you want to be a middle? What are you doing to position yourself? Old saying goes like this. You can't kiss a girl leaning away from you, and you cannot climb a fence that's leaning towards you. Okay? Understand that. You can't kiss a girl leaning away from you, and you truly can't climb a fence that's leaning towards you. So you got to put yourself in a position that's going to move you towards what you're trying to go to. So now you're in the preparation phase. The preparation phase is what's going to take you to the next level when the opportunity comes. Boom, you got success. That's my tip. You're definitely right about that. You're definitely right about that. We, we have to take advantage of the time that we have now. And before long, as you said, you're looking at it in, in your 30s and your 40s, and then you're looking back saying, oh, man, I should have, would have, could have, should have, and then you be disgruntled, and then, then, then you're too, you feel like you're too old to follow your dream. You have to take, make your time now. And I, I, I want to go on the spiritual side of that. Um, it, it's a quote of mine. I, I kind of spliced a couple of things uh, that other people have said. Life is too short and eternity is too long to lose your soul. I said again, life is, too, life is too short and eternity is too long to lose your soul. And definitely one of the things I want everyone, as I mentioned earlier on the call, is to definitely get your spirituality up and, and, and to, to get your right relationship with God, whatever that may be. Um, because without him, it's impossible to accomplish any of your goals. You know, um, time is short. We, we, we're going to be celebrating New Year's in, in a couple of hours. Some of us might not make it. Some of us might not make it. So we need to take advantage of the time that we have now. Stop being fearful, waiting for that perfect moment or the perfect time. The time is now. Because that's all that we have is right now. I think we're in number 10 now. Yeah, I think that uh, I think we're going to I think we need to touch on three more. We got about about 10 minutes so we can hit we can I think we can touch two to three more and I think the next two definitely is uh uh is, is real something we really got to talk about um plays into um 10 is you know you lie to yourself and we talked a lot about that um and what what it says is that we tell ourselves that we are smarter than we are um and it says that leads to complacency and ignorance. Like you, it's like this. I won't open this one up. It's like this, and I, and I give this. I'm giving this uh, analogy of the story to explain to you this. You go out in the world. You're working. You're fighting. You're trying to make a living. You're trying to do the right thing. But at the end of the day, you're not where you want to be at, and it tears you up inside. It's eating you away like acid on a battery. It's eating away at you every day. Your heart's telling you that. Your soul, your essence, everything is telling you that. But you put a smile on your face. You pretend as if everything is okay. When people ask you, you say, oh, man, I'm doing great, wonderful, fantastic, all in the same time. Oh, man, I'm great. (laughs) But when the night comes, 
And that time comes that you can't no longer lie to yourself. When you look into the mirror and you see yourself, that is the time where you got to finally realize that I'm not where I want to be. Because when you look yourself in the mirror, you can't lie to that person. You go crazy lying to yourself. You put on the show in front of everyone who's at work. You try to tell everyone everything was cool and copacetic, but in all honesty, it's not. Life is really beating you up. You are really hurting inside the pain out of yourself. Be truthful with yourself and say, where can I begin? Where can I start anew? What do I need to do with my life to take my life to the next level? I need to stop lying to myself. I'm lying to everyone else. And nine times out of ten, when you lie to other, other people, they don't believe you anyway. So why even tell a lie? Oh, yeah, man, I'm doing real good, man. Everything's going great, man. Where's your car? Oh, man, I decided to catch the bus. You know, I started working for extra two hours early to catch the bus, man. <laughs> Baby, I'm doing fine. And all that does is that you're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself. And people looking at you like you're crazy. They know your situation. Just be honest and say, you know what? Going through some hard times. I'm going to try to make it through. Honesty, they say honesty is the best policy. The reason is because when you're honest, Number one, it allows people to give you a given opportunity to actually help you because they know what's going on with you. That's one. And the second thing is it lets it gives a measurement of where you're at and where you can focus at. What's your what's your what's your uh shit on that, my brother? Uh definitely you don't need to lie. And I, I know we said we can't lie to yourself, but I think sometimes that we can some I didn't say you can't. I didn't say you can't. We do. Oh, I didn't I'm say you said that. But you yeah. can't. You get what I'm saying? Like you can't lie to yourself, right. but you can lie to yourself. Meaning, like, right. you can lie to yourself, but down to the side, your subconscious don't believe that. But you're telling yourself that. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, you're right. telling yourself, you got the right to tell yourself that, but you, but your, your, inner, your inner self, your inner being doesn't believe it. Right. Sometimes we'll believe a lie a lot quicker than we believe the truth. You definitely hit on that. If we. If we allow ourselves to believe the lie, to fool everybody else, we can't fool ourselves. So, as you definitely uh, specified, the inner self, that we might think that where we are today is as good as we're going to be. And let me tell you, that's the biggest lie that you can tell yourself. We should be constantly being coming better. I, I need to become a better Arbel in 2015. I need to become a better Arbel in 15 minutes from now. We have to always make sure we are never going to, quote, unquote, arrive. If you arrive, then that means you fall into complacency. You should always be striving to do better and better and better. That's my take on that. Woo! Excellent. The next one, man, is talking about resting on your accomplishment. I remember this a long time ago. Um, I had this real, this one was a military man. We had this real, real hardcore uh, special forces ranger. Um, every badge known to man in the military, this 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 colonel had. And he said something that I never forgot. He said, "You are only as good as your last 24 hours." <laughs> so I was kind of puzzled by that. What what do you mean you're only as good? He said, "It doesn't matter how." What you did last year, 
what you did five years ago, what you did 10 years ago, what you did 20, how many awards you have. You're only as good as your last 24 hours. Because all the things that you've done thus far, you can throw it away in a trash bag in one day. You're only as good as your last 24 hours. What have you done lately that, that matters the most? What have you done lately? What's your take Definitely, on that, man? We talk- my take when I think about the, the, the high school quarterback, you know, back in high school, he's all cut and chiseled and doing all this. He's known, had all the girls. And now I know where you're going at with 15, this. You know exactly where I'm going with it. So now you, it, it, it's 20 years later. You can let the dog go to high school reunion 20 years later, and you got this pot belly and, and, and your fat. You got the football still. Yes, we got the same leather jacket, you know, and you still hanging on there thinking that you still got the same status. No, you sitting there working, don't have a career in life, haven't done nothing in life, and all you were known for back in the day was you being a quarterback. Like you said, you're only known for what you've done in, in, in the 24 hours. Because one thing is for certain, you can do as much good as you can. All it takes is one negative thing and it erases every good you've done before. Because people only remember that negative. So that's why it's important, number one, to always continue to do something positive. Always give back. And number two, continue to do it over and over again because you can't go back on your past. And if you do, you hang back on it. It's like that football job in high school and it's going to get you nowhere. It's not going to get you nowhere at all. And then that brings us to our last one, is you compare yourself to others. You compare yourself to others. I think, Brandon, we, we talked about this numerous times before on the calls, about comparing yourself to others. And I can look at it and say, oh, man, they got this, this, this mansion, and they got all the latest cars, and they're tricked out, and he got all the money. Well, I, I guess I'm not doing well in life. Because I don't have all that stuff. Or you feel that you're beneath them, but it could be the furthest thing from the truth. If we compare ourselves to others, I remember one time somebody told me, Oh, I bet you arrived. You got this, you know, nice apartment and you got this car. This is this is material this doesn't define who I am, this little materialistic stuff. And if I look at other people and what they have and I compare myself to that, I'm definitely going to sabotage my future. That's why it's important to definitely write down your goals and what you want to do in life. And once you achieve those goals, then you make other goals. And you continue to beat the person that you are today. Tomorrow, you continue to do that. Then you'll be successful. Then you'll have purpose in life. But if you have your gaze, gaze upon what other people have, you may come up short, which will definitely sabotage your future. That That's the, the, the hammer to the nail. There's so many aspects of that. One aspect of that, I always say, if, when you compare, if you try to compare yourself to someone else, number one, you talk about the mansion, the cars, the clothes, they have, they have it, they seem to have it going on. First of all, you don't know what hell they had to go through to get that. So when you compare yes, yourself to others and you say, I want this and I want that, are you prepared to put up the fight to get that? 
because it's a fight. Life is a big fight for territory, and the moment you stop fighting is when everything that you don't want comes to pass. You got to keep fighting. That, that's what it's about. You can't compare yourself to others. You know, the second part of that is when you look at other people, it's poisonous because now you can paint, okay, I understand that we all have those thoughts in our head. One, I'm not happy with my station in life, okay? You say that to yourself, I'm not happy where I'm at. So what are you going to do about it? Why pose a question that you're not willing to answer? And if you're willing to answer it, guess what? You have to get some information. Number one thing, you know, when you're looking at life and you're not happy with the station that you're at in life, there's a couple of reasons why you're not happy. The first thing you got to understand, number one, is that you today are some total of all the experiences that you've been through. You're not happy with your station in life, then you got to figure out what information that I that that I don't have. And based on the information that I don't have, what decision am I not making based on the information that I don't have that has me at my current station in life? That's that's the second part of it. The third part of it, which you and I talked about before, is comparing yourself to yourself at an earlier time. Well, I remember, similar to the football situation, is I remember I had this back in the day. I had money, I had success, and then I lost it all. Now look at me. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this in the sound of my voice, let me tell you something. This is one that I've been most guilty of myself. I've oftentimes compared myself because my business isn't moving the way that I want it to go. And I'll compare myself at a later part of my life when I had the, the cars I want. I had the houses. I had the money. I had it. I could come and go as I please. I had, had it all to me. So now I'm looking at it in a different lens, and I'm comparing myself, and then guess what? I start getting upset. I'm not looking at the station. How can I change my station in life? I'm looking at what I used to have, what I used to be. Well, what I used to be, what I used to have, maybe it's not meant for me to have right now. Maybe I'm supposed to be where I'm at and trying to figure out. Ladies and gentlemen, you are in the richest country in the world. There's not another country out here like it. A plethora of information at your fingertips. So if you're not content with your station in life, then you need to change it. You're not in a third world country. You're the richest country in the world. So when you're not happy with your station in life, you're not happy. You're leaning on what you used to be. You're leaning on all these other things. What are you willing to do to change it? You can't compare yourself to others. Don't compare yourself to who you used to be. Start, find out, first of all, who you are today. Becoming who you should be despite who you are today. It doesn't matter who you are today. It's about becoming who you should be. And that doesn't come from comparison. That comes from a look from within. It comes from a look from within. To really look into yourself and you say, this is what's going on. This is why I'm making these decisions, and this is why I'm at this current station. Now I, have to, I need to get some more information. I need to start making some different decisions so I can change my station in life. 
What have I done lately? What book have I read? What inspirational, motivational tape, CD have I got? What seminar have I went to? What information have I got to someone that went through the same struggle that I've, that I've gone through and I can get myself out of? The craziest thing that I find it ludicrous, crazy, blows my mind. I talk about it extensively in the book. I say, you know what? It's crazy that someone can go out here and experience something for 50, 60, 70 years, write it in a book, it can take you a weekend to read it and change your life, and yet we won't buy it. We won't buy that book. And it, it confusing me. It's like you want to learn about real estate, a guy that failed so much at real estate. He's a Southern Med expert now. He's making millions of dollars at it. He writes a book on it. You say you want to be in real estate, but you won't pick up the book. Best-selling book, you won't pick it up. Why? It does not make any sense. To me, it does not make any sense. I want to learn what I don't know. So that I can change my current station in life if I'm not content with it. But I have to get information and I have to, let me tell you something. I learned from listening to this gentleman, this old man that I met, I learned that knowledge is so powerful. Applied knowledge is so powerful. Not just knowledge itself, because you can have all the knowledge in the world, you never apply it, it won't get anywhere. But knowledge, let me tell you something. You have to search. I know in a day and age you go on the internet, but you'd be surprised what you can learn just by talking to someone outside of your immediate circle, to get out of yourself and be willing to listen. And when you're talking to someone and you're getting that type of information, take notes. Let me tell you something. A person will be willing to pour so much into you if they see that you are really listening. Pull out a piece of paper and a pen, and you'll be surprised what you'll learn from that situation. That's my two cents. Brother, what do you think about it? I think you said it all, my brother. Um, I-, I will say... Man, this has been a wild, wild year, man. We, we've had many accomplishments, and I, I'd like to publicly say that I am proud of you for getting this book out, and I can't wait to see the sales. Reminder, everybody, the January the 1st, 2015, Brandon is practically giving away the book. Go out there on Kindle for 99 cents. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. You got the blueprint. The blueprint is there. Go out there, support Brandon, support somebody, support your own dream. Let's let's make 2015. You know what? Let's think of a. I remember 2006. I had a slogan. I said fixing 06. Let's 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 do a slogan for 2015. Let's let's say all the things that we've been procrastinating on, like finding our purpose. Let's say it's time to reconvene in 2015. Oh. Time to reconvene all those dreams that you've been talking about. Let's let's revisit those dreams. It's time to get. It's time to reconvene in 2015. You've been acting lazy, doing all these things to sabotage your future. It's time to reconvene in 2015. You don't have a lot of time. 2015 could be your last year. It's time to reconvene in 2015. I That's all I got, I don't brother. think they heard you. I don't think they heard you, brother. It, I, mean, I think you need to say it again, baby. It's time to reconvene in 2015. 2015. Oh, man. You, you never, man, I'm telling you, man, you always seem to amaze me, man. I, I just, whoo, on fire, man. If you... Yeah. If you get an opportunity to hit, let me tell you something, and I want to publicly say this. You have so much power, and yet I don't know if it's, if it's, I think it's just a gift. 
from from God on, on both of our ends to 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 be at the station of life where we're in. No matter the struggles that we face, as much as I think I know, I always seem to learn so much from you. And you are my mentor, and I learn so much from you every given day, every time we have a conversation. And I, and I know the people that that are listening or who have ever listened to us know the insight that you have, and it just you just you just blow my mind. I mean, you, you just do. And I'm 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 so elated to to have you part of my life to be my brother. You know, not just saying that for those who don't know. That's my brother. That's my blood brother. I love him to death, and he really support me to support this business. You support the people that's listening, and you know. And for those that don't know, my brother has a full time job, but he finds the time to get up here when he can, because you know, through his hectic schedule, to pour into you. Tired, working sixteen, seventeen hour plus days, and still hops up on this call with inspiration and fire in his voice and ready to inspire and take it to another level to support this mission, to support this cause. And I was going to say, man, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate it so much. And I know the listeners out here appreciate you doing what you do and being a, a, a very intricate part of this cause and this mission. And, man, words cannot amount to, to what you have poured into me, what you've poured into this organization. And I just want to say, for 2014, brother, I love you and I appreciate you so much for what you do. Man, I, I'm lost for words. Thank and you, no my brother. Listening to that, no for a fact, that's a, that's a hard thing to come by for me. Yes, I'm sir. lost for words, man. Yes, sir. It's, it's all my pleasure, man. And, and at the end of the day, as I mentioned on the call before, man, None of this, none of it would be possible without God. I can't, if you don't remember anything else on this call, remember nothing, nothing can be done without God. Now, let's bring this new year, man. I don't know about you. We got so much stuff to come, coming up in, in 2015, man. We got what, True Stars coming on her show. Dr. Reynolds, man, Thinking Forward Inc. is just going to continue to roll on, get better and better. Thinking Forward Inc. has got to be better than 2014, Thinking Forward Inc. And we are going to strive. We are going to accomplish. We're going to write down goals. We're going to achieve those goals in 2015. Everything that we have thought about, Everything that we have dreamed about, it's time to what, Roland? In 2015, what are we going to do? Reconvene in 2015. Yes, sir. Man, let's close this out, my brother. Close this out, man. Give us some power words. Close this out, man. Guys, I just want to say it's getting ready to be 2015 in a couple of hours. Get your minds right. Get your, get your, get your mind sight. My sight and your mindset together for the new 2015 is an awesome year. Um, a lot of people have been, you know, wanting information, and we're about to give you that information. Thinking for a university launching February 18th. Sorry, guys, I had to push it back. Uh, <laughs> life going on, so I know a lot of people anticipating that. So we have a lot of courses coming out. So you want to learn how to write your book, we got you. You want to learn how to find purpose, we got you. We're going to be offering all these courses. Thank you for University, Inc. is rolling out um, tomorrow, please. First thing in the morning, 8 o'clock, 
on up 24 hours only, 24 hours only, 99 cents. Um, basically giving it away. If I could make it cheaper, I would. Support this mission. Support this. It's not about us. It's getting you the information that's going to change your life. I poured my heart, soul, my essence, everything that I possibly think that I know I put into this book to help you take your life to the next level. Support our mission. Support our cause. We're reaching thousands, and very soon we'll be reaching millions. We're all over the world now. We're on iTunes. You can, right now, if you're listening to this, you can, if you got iTunes, look us up on iTunes. Thinking Forward, Inc., Hump Day Motivational Call, R. Vale, Draper, Brandon Draper, we're on iTunes. So please, 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 please plug in. This is not for us. This is not for money. This is not for fame. This is not for power. It's about empowering you. Remember, it is time for you to reconvene in 2015. This is the motivational king. Don't believe me? Just watch. You know what I'm saying? You want to go to the next level. I want to counsel. You know, I want to be an engineer. I want to be a doctor. Listen to me. You can't get to that level. You can't get to the level economically where you want to be until you start investing in your mind. You're not reading books. I'm challenging y'all to go to conferences. I dare you to invest time. I dare you to be alone. I dare you to spend an hour getting to know yourself. When you become who you are, when you become the person that you were created to be, designed to be who you were designed to be, when you become an individual, what you do is you take yourself and you start separating yourself from other people. I tell you to get to a place where people don't like you and don't even bother you no more. Why? Because you're not concerned with trying to make them happy because you're trying to grow You're trying to get to the next step. I need you to invest in your mind. Invest in your mind. If you still talk about your dream, if you still talk about your goal, if you have not done anything, just take the first step. That you can make your parents proud, you can make your school proud, you can touch millions of people's lives, and the world will never be the same again because you came this way. Don't let nobody steal your dream. Hey guys, this is a special announcement from the motivational king himself. 
take us out, guys. I know you may be going through a difficult time right now, but I'm here to tell you there's a way if you know your why. You got to understand that. I say that again. There is a way if you know your why. Today, as we listen to this call tonight, the hump day motivational call, there's someone that came home to a dark house. The electricity got cut off. Today, someone came home and found all their furniture outside. They got evicted. They can't, they don't have anywhere to stay, and it's cold tonight. There are people right now that just found out that they have a terminal illness, and they don't know where to look. They don't know where they can find hope and inspiration, but let me tell you something today. For those, I don't know who this message may reach, but I'm telling you that it is possible for you to get to this situation, that you have to be an inspiration. You have to be a hope keeper. You got to be a dream chaser. You got to be a limitless person. You got to keep persevering. You got to keep on pushing when no one else is pushing you. You got to believe in yourself more than anyone will ever believe in you. There is a way if you know your why. Understand it's going to be hard times, but you got to keep on fighting no matter what, no matter how many times life knocks you down, you got to get on up. Let me tell you something. Just keep on pushing. No matter who's in your corner, you got to keep on fighting. Life is about territory and every time you decide that you want to give up or you're going to stop fighting is when destruction takes over. This is the Motivational King. I love you. Thank you for tuning into the Hump Day Motivational Radio Show brought to you by Thinking Forward, Inc. Real talk for real people. We here at Thinking Forward, Inc. strive for excellence and phenomenalism of business development, executive coaching, management conditioning, team leadership, and territory expansion. We have a proven ability to change business mindset development to include generating substantial revenue and productivity increase for our clients. The two most phenomenal men in the leadership and consultant industry, Brandon and Arville Draper, author, leadership strategist, motivational speaker, and advisor. Want to keep in touch with the winning team? Please visit us online at www.thinkingforwardinc.com or text the word SPEAKER to 44244 to have the opportunity and communicate with the winning team. For booking, please call one 866 678-3391 or email us at info at thinkingforwardinc.com This show is about becoming who you should be despite who you are. Welcome! Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 